Oh, hi, I'm Josh Lakash, and this is the free version of Wrong Opinion on either iTunes or Spotify. Now, I don't know if you know this, but there's a full version on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash wrongop, where you could get full hour to hour and a half long episodes for just three bucks a month if you want just the audio. But I also have a video version, which is eight bucks a month, and you get video and audio. You get it all. I haven't even raised the prices considering the massive inflation going on, so it's really basically free. And you can just go there, patreon.com forward slash wrong OP. With that being said, here is the free version, you fucking commie. Oh, hi, I'm Josh Akash, and this is Wrong Opinion. Today with an interview, though, an interview. I wanted to bring back a guest I had on previously, Joe Kent. He's running for Congress in Washington State. And uh, I wanted to have him on because uh, I think he's, he's one of the more interesting people running for politics anywhere in the world right now. And um, I, uh, I, I have um, direct contact, a direct line with him. So I figured, hey, I'll bring him back on. And I think you guys are going to like this one. We go a little bit more into his personal life, which is interesting. And, uh, and then I'll, a bunch of other things, because a lot of things are going on, as per usual, as per, as per usual of, of the new America we, we live in. Um, we're inundated. We're inundated with, with many things, and, and we pretty much spoke about all of them. So I think you're going to like this one. So sit back, relax, enjoy my interview with Joe Kent. How has the campaign and all that been going? It's been fast paced, man, but it's going really well. I mean, we're getting um, we're getting decent polling in. There's a good groundswell of support in the district. Fundraising is going pretty well. So, I mean, I feel feel confident. We're still very much like the underdogs, the insurgents, however you want to look at us. But uh, but things are going well. But are you are you really the underdog? Because it, I mean, it seems like you're getting you're 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 really you know out there prime time. You're you're always on Tucker. I mean, you know, you're one of the the your your, your Twitter's growing like crazy. To me, you're one of the the better known candidates, not just in Washington State, but in in the whole country for 2022. Yeah, definitely, man. So, I mean, according to the polling, and then like you said, just a national footprint and being part of like the emerging conversation of you know the um, I would say the new right or you know this realignment right. Um, I feel like I'm definitely a part of that, which I'm very grateful for. Um, I just say that we're still the underdogs because we're we're primarying an incumbent, and that's always uh, quite the challenge. But yeah, we're feeling. I mean, I feel pretty strong, so we're just gonna keep keep running like we're in third place every day. Yeah, I think I think that's the way to do it. Because if you you know, a, a lot of the times people on the top or or when they think they're on the top, they kind of get lazy and sloppy. But I don't see that happening with you, especially considering you're um, not only mentally but physically fit as well. I actually wanted to talk about that for a second because yeah. um, once sure, in a while, man. yeah, once in a while you post. Um, pretty wholesome pictures with your kids working out with you. Um, and, and, and I want to, yeah, I mean, my kid is going to be a year old in, in a month. So I kind of like, I'm watching what you're doing. I'm like, yeah, I got, I got to have a mental note. I got to do that. When my kid is, is like four years old, we're going to start doing that. Um, how has the campaign and all that been for your kids? It's intense, man. I mean, it's a, it's a busy schedule. I kind of had a busy schedule before. And I think just them kind of growing up as, uh, as far back as they can probably remember, you know, we were busy because we we're both in the military. Um, so I, I've tried to have as little disruption as possible. I'm lucky our district is big, but it's drivable. So when I'm, when I'm in the district, which is most days, 
I'll have an event in the evening and then it's a meeting during the day. So I can still, you know, do the morning routine with them, drive them to school, pick them up from school. Um, and then usually uh, some nights I, I miss, um, but most nights I'm, I'm home with them. So it's, I, it, it's been as disruption free, I think, as it possibly can be for something um, of this scale. But we, uh, we do all kinds of stuff together. Like I said, we live kind of out in the woods. So it's like little boy paradise. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're outside as much as possible. And then physical fitness has been a huge part of my life. So the garage, the garage gym is like, you know, one of my uh, key places to keep my mental sanity. And then so, you yeah. know, you, you're, you're kind of your kids do what you do. And so my kids have shown an interest as they've gotten like a little bit older, I think really in the last year uh, between the ages of like three and then the oldest just turned six a little while ago. That's awesome. That they've just been like, Hey, I I want to work out. And that wasn't anything that like I told them, they're just like, Hey, can I, can I do some of this? And so, you know, I've tried to figure out how to get them on there. The rower has been actually pretty easy to get them on because it's just super simple. Um, and it's a great, you know, with little boys, it's always a challenge to work out all that energy. And man, that rower does a great job of it. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm, I'm okay. I'm going to do that. I'm going to, you know, cause we're also thinking when he's like five or six, we'll, we'll put him in jujitsu, you know, learn. Yeah. Learn, yeah. Some of that, like kind of like a Spartan upbringing, you know? Um, yeah, you yeah. know, like I got my boys in a, in a jujitsu gym here. Like one of the, one of the great communities we're a part of, even before I started running, there's a jujitsu gym here that in the, in the heat of all the lockdowns, the owner basically said like, I am not locking down and we're doing jujitsu. And he got pretty, uh, pretty up in the, up in the face of the state. He would put on his gi and run up and down the highway <laughs> with his, with an American flag. And so he's yeah. been running like the actual Spartan Academy yeah. um, for young yeah. men. And even when like a bunch of the local schools canceled their wrestling programs, he was like, I got mats and you guys can come train here. And so my kids are a part of that. It's been, nice. it's been pretty awesome. Yeah, I think that's that's super important, especially for young boys. I mean, they they do have. A, I'm already starting to see with my my kid. He's 11 months. All this energy, you know. He he doesn't really even walk yet. He stands, and then you know, like there's this really big pot potted plant, and and there's rocks in there, and then he just stands up and picks up the rocks and throws them. And I'm like, holy yeah. shit! Yeah, I'm like, oh man, it begins, yeah. you know. And then when he walks, it's gonna be crazy. But they have all this energy, so that's kind of that's that's awesome. Um, what do you row, by the way, in a thousand meters? How long does that take you? Oh man, I I think in the height of like my big CrossFitting days, I could do you know in the whatever the threes, I think like three minutes or so, and then like for for me like a five k is like you keep it around twenty minutes. Try and try and go sub twenty for a five k is yeah is hard to do but reasonable, and then ten k's in in the 40, 40 minute range. I've never I've never even tried a ten k. I'm pretty sure I've done five k. The thousand meter for me is probably three minutes and 40 seconds or something. Yeah. 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 I think that's, yeah, that means you're putting out. So that's, that's, yeah, that's good. But that row, that rower will humble you fast, man. That's a, that's a serious, I never, I never figured out that rowing was as difficult as it was until I got like really into CrossFit when CrossFit yeah. was at its height. Yeah. Do you still do CrossFit or, or you just do whatever you want in your home gym? Yeah, I kind of do a combination of like powerlifting and Olympic lifts and then some, yeah. some CrossFit like metabolic conditioning. I've been following this, this site called military athlete for quite a while. So that's, uh, it's kind of, it, it's focused on like my old job. So I still like to like to pretend like I could, could go do my own job, mostly for my own uh, yeah. vanity, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think, um, you know how sometimes people are like, um, if, if you want to be in the military or a police officer or a firefighter, you have to be physically fit. Um, you know, now they're kind of being a little bit more gentle with people who want to, want to go in those fields. 
and uh, you know, you see fat cops and all of that, and it's kind of kind of embarrassing. I kind of feel the same way for people wanting to run for Congress. It's or, or for for any sort of politics. I you know to see these or like like you you, you see the people in the health positions, and they're the 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 least healthy looking people it doesn't make any sense to me i feel like the same should be should go for um you know running for politics yeah i mean especially in the era of covid where we have like the public health system wants to get you know intimately involved in our in our private lives but we can't mention like the number one comorbidity which is like obesity i guess because it would hurt so many people in america's feelings but it's like man let's let's have some leadership from the front here and and just tell people if they if they exercise, you don't need to be a fanatic about it, but just don't be obese and, and don't eat horrible things. And you're, you're probably going to be okay from COVID. So especially with the public health, I would definitely agree on that one. Yeah. But it's kind of like the, the companies that were allowed to stay open during lockdowns. It was the fast food chains and the Walmarts and all mm-hmm. these things. And it's, it's, it's because they have the lobbyists, they have the money. So, um, you know, it's almost in the interest of the, the powers that be to keep people unhealthy because it's really, really big money to keep us unhealthy. I mean, just like you said, look no further than which businesses got shut down and which ones didn't. I mean, they were really quick to close down gyms, really quick to take our kids out of sports. But then, you know, McDonald's never missed a day. The liquor stores are all still open. For oh, and the weed stage. shops. You know, yeah. The weed yeah, you shops. still smoke weed. Sure, of course. Yeah, huge, huge business. And they have, like you said, they have very powerful lobbyists. But, you know, they were really quick to go bully around a lot of mom and pop gym owners. And, you know, I, I talk about the guy who runs that jiu-jitsu gym. It's also a, a gym as well. And so he's... He did a really good job, but he he stood up to a lot of pressure they were putting on him to close down his facilities. But he created a community based on, you know, physical fitness and personal accountability. And it's uh, it's it's done well for him both financially, but it's been key to the community because every other gym was just closing down and people had no outlet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 funny how the only country in the whole world that has kind of finally um, recognized fitness as being important to to combat any sort of illness was uh, El Salvador. <laughs> did you see that 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 video they put out last week? I did. I did. That's awesome. We should be doing stuff like that here in America. I know. But even in that video, I was like, oh, you're talking shit about eggs. Eggs are not unhealthy. And and yeah. it, but you can't nitpick, you know, with 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 that kind of I'd rather that kind of propaganda than everything else we've been getting. Yeah, I mean, if we simply told people like, hey, go outside and walk for 30 minutes, like we'd be, you know, we would be uh, moving in the right direction at least. But, you know, we're telling people just to stay, you know, stay at home and stay glued to your devices and, and eat all this processed but, food. But, so. you know, you know, what's weird is that um, they're telling people to do that and they're obeying because they really want to do that. Like that's their dream is to be home, snuggled up, cozy, watching Netflix, getting high, eating horrible food. It's it's uh, a little worrisome to me that the you know the major I don't know if it's the majority but a, a big portion of the country feels that way that they're that they that's what they actually want you know um, and they don't you know deep down they know they're being lied to and they know that this whole thing is a farce but but they don't care because they want that sort of lifestyle because in any other period in human history. If anyone tried to pull this and then the masses found out what was going on, there would be uh, there wouldn't be protests. I think protests are kind of dumb. There would be a revolution. There would be blood. You know, there would be war. 